Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Power of Power coming up here on this Thursday edition of the Chris Russell Show. Team 980, we're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, sitting in for Chris Russell. We'll take you up to 4 o'clock before we hand things over to the DOC. Rick Doc Walker, quick programming note in about 20, 25 minutes or so. Uh, Wizards forward Denny Obdia set to join the program as the Wizards uh, get ready to come off the all-star break tonight. They're in Denver taking on the defending world champions, Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. Pre-game coverage gets going at 845 right here on the Team 980. Right now, though, I want to go out to the phone line is where we find our pal Charlie Campbell, the one of the lead draft analysts for WalterFootball.com. And we got him up. Did we get Charlie up? You're there, Charlie. I'm here. Hey, how you doing, Charlie? Yep. I was <laughs> always love talking. Always love talking NFL draft with you. Appreciate you uh, being kind enough to give us some of your time. You can follow Charlie on Twitter at Draft Campbell. And I've been doing this whole mock draft exercise since I was a real young kid, man. I'm only 26, but I've been participating in the mock draft space since I was like 14, 15 years old. You guys always seem to talk to any and everybody when it comes to getting intel on these prospects. And sometimes dudes' feelings may get hurt based on some of the info that you all put out from the scouts. I love the honesty about it, and I love the process that you all go through. Obviously, here in Washington, Charlie, the big hot-button topic in the draft is the quarterback position. How will they choose to address it? Will they trade back? Will they stay at pick number two? Will they trade up for one Caleb Williams? From your vantage point, Charlie, is the gap significant enough between Caleb and the rest of the quarterbacks for Washington to pony up the assets to move up to number one? I don't think so. I, I personally really like Drake May from North Carolina and Jaden Daniels from LSU. So I, I personally think that the gap isn't big enough to give up the amount of picks it would take uh, to move up because even even though they're only moving up one spot, mm-hmm. it's going to be expensive. The Bears aren't going to just give that pick away. Uh, so they're going to look to get you know a, a great package even to go down one spot. And I think with all the needs on the roster there in Washington, mm-hmm. you got two other really good quarterback prospects who, in my opinion, are better prospects than Bryce Young was last year who oh. went number one overall. 
So I would rather just sit at two and, and pick between those two uh, rather than trying to have to give up some of that second round uh, ammo that could turn into some really good starters for Washington. Now, I'm reading your, your mock draft that you put out a couple of days ago, and you mentioned in one of your excerpts talking about uh, Caleb. Could you potentially see a scenario in which Jaden Daniels ends up at the number one prospect? Because clearly you are very high on all three of these guys. It's more of a, a matter of preference, right? Yeah, exactly. And I know some, you know, I think the media has it a bit more uh, – consensus than teams do because I know some teams that like uh, Daniels and May more than Williams. Wow. And I know some teams that like Williams more than those guys. So it it varies and some teams uh, felt that last year Williams deep ball accuracy wasn't as good. They didn't like some of the tape like say the Notre Dame game for example. Uh, and so I think that just given the personality concerns as well and you know prima donna stuff and family things all that stuff kind of i think can bubble up during the draft process as well where uh when they do the interviews and all that you can see teams kind of switch the order of these guys so uh i definitely think it's fluid it's ongoing uh, and it wouldn't shock me if, if the Bears uh, or Washington ended up preferring one of the others. I do wow. think Washington likes uh, Williams and Daniels more than May, but it's still and that's early just, and, that's just based and, off and a lot of, can change. That's just based on conversations you've had about where Washington's yes. preference is to this point. I, I think it's interesting, yep. man, because the one thing that fans here on the radio often talk about is – you know, because of the Dwayne Haskins situation and because of Chase Young, the idea that there's some concern about how Caleb would handle himself being back at home. When you talk to folks around the league, what is really the other stuff that, that folks are concerned about when it comes to Caleb? Is it a situation where it's just the tape or are people concerned about how involved his father is and, and him not having an agent for that matter? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. 
the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Yeah, uh, that I've heard that for months. Uh, the the father concerns, and that's not abnormal. They're, you know, the helicopter dad, quarterback dads are are, you know, that's been a thing that teams have been dealing with for quite some time. So uh, that won't scare them off completely, but it is a, it can be a pain for them to deal with. But, you know, I think the personality, the, you know, that consideration uh, all factors into it. So, uh, you know, if they feel that another player is pretty comparable in terms of their skill set and being a good quarterback, but they, come with less baggage, perhaps they're a better worker or they show more intelligence uh, on the board and better recall and they just have a better rapport with the coaches on the pre-draft visits where they feel like, you know, we'd rather work with this guy. Uh, That flips things with teams uh, when the coaches get involved, you know. So uh, it's going to definitely have some ebb and flow here in the next few weeks uh, with the combine and those meetings, the pro day, the meetings there, and then pre-draft visits uh, coming in April. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. We always see a lot of big-time movers during combine week, whether it's at quarterback uh, or other premium positions in the NFL as well. We're joined right now by Charlie Campbell, one of the lead draft analysts for WalterFootball.com. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter, at DraftCampbell. Uh, We know Washington is going to be heavy on the quarterback position. Some other positions of need for them is edge rusher and offensive tackle. I want to talk about the edge rusher class in particular because it seems like there's a bunch of varying opinions about how good this edge rusher class actually is. I want to ask you about a guy that I actually know a little bit personally myself that may be available for Washington in that round two range. Talking about uh, Chop Robinson coming out of Penn State got the opportunity to play with his older brother in Little League football, so I know Chop a little bit. When you talk to evaluators across the NFL about Chop, is there is there any concern about his size and the ability to be a three-down defensive end? Yeah, I think there is some concern there, you know, being a guy that's roughly 6'3", 250, you know, we'll see what the exact numbers are next week in Indianapolis, but you know, having size like that, you, you're almost in the tweener linebacker defensive yeah. end category. So uh, that, that could be an issue, but he also, as he ages, he'll gain weight and he can get stronger in a pro strength and conditioning program. And I've heard uh, from team people and um, from people who were with him at Maryland that he's a great kid yeah. and a good worker. And so I, I think that when you have that kind of character and some guys just physically will develop a bit more, uh, you know, as they get older and as they get into the league. So when you have that great character, you kind of have that, that security background that, you know what, even though he's a little undersized right now, we know this kid's a worker and he's going to do everything he can to get bigger and stronger and become that three down edge rusher. And he has just lightning speed off the edge. So I think he could be a really nice option for Washington in round two. For sure. And one, one other thing about Washington's picks talking about 36 and 40 just based on the way the edge rusher classes and free agency, I don't feel like they'll go edge there. 
But offensive tackle is for sure a, a position of need for this group. I, I look across different mock drafts, Charlie. Some have 11 offensive tackles going in round one. Uh, I know you've got a good amount of offensive tackles going in round one. When we get into that area of, of that second round, looking at like 36 through 50 maybe, who are some of your favorite offensive tackle prospects slotted to go in that range? Well, I think starting off with you look at Jordan Morgan yeah. uh, from Arizona, who had a really nice week at the Senior Bowl. He's a really athletic, uh, quick-footed, light on his feet, smooth mover, has short arms, uh, very short arms, like 32 inches. So that could send him into round two, might kind of knock him out of going in the first round. Um, so he's kind of on the bubble there, but he, he could feasibly get to pick 36. Uh, and then aside from him, there's some other nice options. Patrick Paul from Houston, he's a giant yeah. of a man, uh, just massive. May, I think he was probably the, the largest player at Senior Bowl from yeah. looking at the players on you know, the field. You know, his brother is here, you know his brother's here at left guard, Chris Paul, so that may be intriguing for Washington as well. Right, and then uh, Kingsley Suamatia, the cousin of Penny Sewell, who's a star for Detroit. Um, He's coming from BYU. He needs some development, uh, but he definitely has upside, and he plays really physical, gets violent in the run game, uh, and has a lot of talent to work with as a pass protector. So he could be another nice option there uh, at pick 40, for example. So uh, I think those guys would would really – should end up kind of being in that second round range uh, to give them a few few guys to consider to help beef up that line. I know everyone's been praising the depth of the tackle class throughout the process. Is there a scenario or a guy that if they start to slide, Washington should definitely pull the trigger on going up and getting them? Because when you have picks 36 and 40, Charlie, if, a, if an offensive tackle, say you like the kid Mims, out of Georgia, and he, you know, for whatever reason, takes a landslide down the board. Is there a tackle that you're willing to bet on and say, you know what, I think maybe though, even though he's falling, it's still worth going up and trying to get him? Yeah, I mean, there's a few. I think Mims is is definitely going to be, to me, is one of my favorite players. I think he may end up going top 15, Um, man. He's a freak. Yeah, he's he's just a beast, a physical freak. Uh, The problem is he, I think he, what, he only started six games in college, uh, but when he did play, he was dominant, and the season before, going against Ohio State in the playoff game, he just was just toying with those defensive ends that have been uh, pretty highly touted players themselves. So uh, he's got huge upside, but he's had durability issues and then uh, limited experience. So he is a guy that might slide. And if I'm Washington, I'd definitely consider him as a possible trade up target. Um, I'm not sure if JC Latham from Alabama really slides too far. Um, but if he got into the 20s, I think that would be a, a, a real top candidate to consider moving up for because that, that just looks like a plug-and-play upgrade for them. And then I think Tyler Guyton uh, from Oklahoma could be one to consider there that could get into the 20s, uh, early 30s. That might be a slight move up for, but you come away with 
a player with a really good skill set, big time upside, huge uh, edge blocker that's also smooth and and can handle the speed off the edge. So that's a tough skill set to find, and he has it. So there's a lot of good options there. They're sitting in a great spot there in the second round to have something really nice fall into their lap. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not going to lie, Charlie, you kind of burst in my bubble a little bit with the first question. I'm a big guy. I'm a big believer in Caleb Williams and his ability. But I do understand the premium that it would potentially cost to go up and get a guy like that. Get off quarterback here for a second. Another position to need here for Washington with Dan Quinn and company coming over, looking at how they played defense in Dallas. Off-ball linebacker is definitely a position, a premium position when it comes to that defense. And I know Adam Peters comes from that thought process as well, knowing how they use the linebacker position in San Francisco. Who are some of your favorite linebackers in this class? And is there anybody in particular that has that dog mentality that may be getting a little bit underlooked here in this process? Well, you know, in the second round there, uh, there should be some really good options for them. And as well as uh, at pick 67 early in the third round, uh, they could have some good linebacker candidates there. I think Edger and Cooper from Texas A&M could be the top guy, but he could be available there at one of their second round picks. He's a big, nasty run defender, uh, you know, not as not as a super fluid mover in terms of being, you know, a pass coverage guy that's going to go one-on-one, like say a a smaller undersized, like a Levante David, for example, Cooper's more of your thicker, bigger body, shut down the run, uh, really be that cop in the middle of the, of the box and and limit teams to help you stay in good down and distance. So uh, he's, he's definitely a player that I think will be a good pro linebacker. Then you have other, other really good options. I think Tommy Eichenberg from Ohio state. It's a nice player. Um, I think you also have to think of uh, um, the Notre Dame kid, Maris Liu Fowl. He would be a really good fit in the Dan Quinn defense, in my opinion, because he's such a good edge rusher. So I think you could, you could have him be kind of a Sam linebacker, that ends up uh, moving, you know, to rush over the tackle and the sub package and really give you uh, some speed off the edge. But Peyton Wilson from NC State just was phenomenal last season tackling machine. I think he could develop into being a good starter in the NFL and they could potentially have a shot at him there in the second, third round. So there's going to be a number of nice linebacker prospects for them to consider. Now, I know you said you love you some Jaden Daniels. When I read you this statistic, what what do you make of it? So Jaden Daniels, this according to Austin Gale of PFF, will have the highest career percentage of sacked on pressure dropbacks of any first-round quarterback in the past five years. When you look at that aspect of his game in particular, what do you think are some of his shortcomings there? Well, you know, I think that's something for him and Caleb Williams that their pro staffs are going to want to work on in terms of getting the ball out. I think both of those guys have a tendency uh, to hold on to the ball and and give their receivers a lot of time to uh, work their routes downfield, and they both are such dynamic athletes. 
that they know they can wait and and let that ha- let things play out and then ad lib their team into a big play by scrambling and throwing on the run or just taking off running. They've both been so good at that in college. And I think that in the NFL, obviously you're going against a higher class of defender and athlete. So that ball needs to come out quicker. And, you know, you want to cut down on injuries and hits as well. The longer you hold the ball, the more hits you're going to take. Uh, so I definitely think both of those guys are going to have to work on that. Just, you know, getting those timing routes down, you know, getting the ball, hitting that back, hitting that back foot and ripping it, you know, so they're going to have to work on that. But I think that's something both of them can be coached up on. Yeah, for sure. As we get to the combine in Indianapolis and go throughout the rest of this pre-draft process, we'll, Start to know a lot more about the flaws of these quarterback prospects, Charlie. I appreciate you giving us some time as always, my friend. Happy draft season, my guy. Yeah, thank you very much. Great talking with you. Yes, sir. That is Charlie Campbell, ladies and gentlemen. Simply the best when it comes to talking NFL draft. Just detailed advances as you're going to find here on some of these top prospects coming out in this April's draft. A lot to get to here in the final 40 minutes of the show. I honestly, y'all know I, I don't. I don't think I know more than anybody. I respect Charlie's opinion. I just don't know how anyone can watch the tape and say that there isn't a gap between Caleb and the other two prospects, man. I just really think if Washington feels like Caleb is the best quarterback prospect in this class, and based on what Charlie said, he, he's talked to people within Washington's organization, and they prefer uh, uh, Jaden Daniels and Caleb Williams to Drake May. If that's the case, man, ah, means they're probably going to take Jaden at number two. I'm not going to be insufferable, though, because like I said, glasses up, people. We're at the mercy of the evaluator. Quick timeout when we come back. Switch things to the hardwood. Danny Avdia having a career year in year number four, set to join the program ahead of the Wizards' return to action tonight against the Denver Nuggets. Denny Avdia joins the program next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.